Content warning, my foul mouth. No mothers were blamed during the making of this podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Robin Watts, a foul-mouthed, keep-it-real clinical psychologist. Welcome to Not a Floating Head, a podcast focusing on entertaining topics involving psychology. The name of the podcast came about based on something I've said a million fucking times to medical doctors that I've worked with. The patient's symptoms cannot be all in their head. I've never had a floating head come in for therapy. What happens in your mind is going to affect your body, and what happens to your body is going to affect your mind. Your head is attached to your body. You are not a floating head. Thanks for joining me. Put on your adventuring pants and away we go. Hello lovelies and welcome back to Not A Floating Head. On today's episode, I'm going to help you find the right therapist or psychologist for you. Please note that in this episode, I am going to use therapist and psychologist interchangeably. There is a difference. However, it's so often used interchangeably that it just makes sense to go with that for today's episode. If you'd like to know the difference between psychologist and therapist, please go back to my first episode, which is what is the difference between a psychologist, psychiatrist, and therapist? Have you ever tried to find a good therapist or went to a therapist only to feel like you wasted your time and money? Well, Finding the right psychologist or therapist can be a bit like trying to find a bathing suit that fits both your boobs and butt perfectly. It feels damn near impossible. But while you're sitting on the floor in the dressing room, half naked, with a bathing suit top stuck around your neck, and contemplating whether or not to say fuck it and just run out screaming, or suck up your embarrassment and yell for the salesperson to come and help you get out of that masochistic contraption that can make even the most confident person want to burn down the department store? (sighs) Take a deep breath, relax your muscles, and use this time to learn how to find the right therapist for you. I've had so many people ask me this question that I thought putting it in a podcast could be helpful for others who may be having this experience as well. It can often take a lot to finally decide to see a therapist, but unfortunately, that decision is not the only hurdle to overcome. You now have to find a therapist that is not only accepting new patients, but also feels like the right fit for you. While I can't wave my magic wand and immediately identify the perfect therapist for you, Hopefully, I can minimize the amount of hurdle jumping that you'll have to do, thereby saving you from jumping hurdles like you're going to the Olympics. I'll briefly mention a few ways to search for a therapist, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because in this day and age, the old Google machine can help with this. One of the largest websites where psychologists are listed is psychologytoday.com. This is available not only in the US, but also other places around the world, such as New Zealand. If you're in New Zealand, then Talking Works is another equivalent to Psychology Today. Additionally, you can find psychologists through your primary care doctor or general practitioner, but I think one of the best ways to help narrow down your search is to ask if anyone you know has a good referral. I know this is tricky because stupidly, as a society, we are shamed into not talking about our mental health, but I'm out to change that. We should be just as comfortable seeing a therapist and talking about our experiences as we are with discussing our referrals and experiences with other medical professionals. Okay, now that you've done the Google thing, you can begin to sort through your findings based on things like, do you want a male, female, or non-binary therapist? Where is their office location? What is their pricing? And are they taking new patients? 
After deciding on a few basics, you can look at their specialties. This should be listed in their advertisement along with the style and type of therapy they utilize. Specifics to look for are things like the age range of patients they see, along with whether they conduct individual, group, couples, and or family therapy, and what types of therapy they practice, such as cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavior therapy, etc. Next, what diagnoses have they worked with and do they have any particular specialties? For example, I'm a clinical psychologist with a specialty in health psychology. What this means is that I see mostly patients who are struggling with long or short-term medical conditions. However, I also see a wide variety of diagnoses, but my primary focus is health psychology. If you're looking for couples counseling, I'm not going to be the best fit for you. However, if you're looking for couples or family therapy for help with coping with a medical illness within the family, then I might be a good fit for your needs. Now that we've narrowed down your search even further, we come to probably the most elusive but important step, which is trying to identify if the psychologist's personality and style of therapy are going to jive with you. Obviously, the best way to begin to find out if they could be a good fit for you is to speak to this psychologist to set up either a free consultation or an appointment. Personally, I believe all psychologists should offer a free 20-minute phone consultation because it's so beneficial for both the psychologist and the potential patient. The patient gets to discuss their needs briefly and get a feel for the psychologist's style, and the psychologist has the chance to refer the patient to someone else if they don't feel their training or style will be the most beneficial for this person. A few things to note before you make that phone call. This is going to sound terrible to say, but we are visual beings. And while we shouldn't be judging people based on their looks, it can be helpful to look at someone's profile picture and see if you have any strong reactions. For example, if the psychologist is pictured in a white lab coat in a bland office, what does that say to you? To me, this person is saying, I'm not the right psychologist for you because I either don't have much of a personality or I'm not letting my personality come through in therapy and I'm probably better suited for research. Don't get me wrong, there are people out there who prefer this type of psychologist, which is great, but this person is clearly not the right fit for me. I'm going to go for someone whose picture is more natural and laid back and even better if they're pictured with an animal. This still doesn't mean that I found the perfect fit, but it helps me narrow down my choices and is often a good indicator of the psychologist's style. It is okay to want a psychologist with whom you feel you could connect and feel comfortable. And in fact, is one of the most significant outcome predictors in therapy. Okay, you've picked out at least one psychologist that you'd like to set up a consultation or session with. Now I'm gonna help you identify what to look for during that first consultation or session that will better assist you when making a decision whether to invest in the psychologist or not. You may not feel immediately comfortable because let's be real here, you're talking to a complete stranger about some really difficult topics. But do you feel that you're being heard and understood by this psychologist? Are they asking you questions about the history of your symptoms or problems, but also providing empathy through their body language and or words, such as, it sounds like you've been through a lot lately and are feeling like you can't cope anymore. Does that sound like an accurate description? This question gives you the chance to say, yes, that's exactly how I'm feeling, or no, I feel like I have good coping skills but I need to work on my acceptance. The psychologist should be able to take this information without becoming defensive. An example of a red flag 
would be if the psychologist argues with you and begins to push their agenda because they can't accept that they misheard you. In general, a psychologist should demonstrate genuineness and help you feel empowered. Next, the psychologist should provide a tentative treatment plan. A treatment plan will be how you and the psychologist are going to work together to meet your goals and should include a brief explanation of the type of therapies that will be used, such as mindfulness and cognitive behavioral therapy. The psychologist should be able to quickly and easily explain what cognitive behavioral therapy or any other type of therapy is and why this would likely be the best treatment for you. However, they should also be able and willing to engage you in various styles of treatment because therapy, like that bathing suit stuck around your neck, is not a one-size-fits-all. At this point, hopefully, the psychologist has demonstrated an ability to hear you out, empathize with you, and provide some education of what your treatment plan might look like. Now is the time to ask yourself, do I feel like I could trust this person or like I'm being judged? If there's any part of you that comes away feeling judged, then I would move on to the next psychologist on your list. You should absolutely feel safe and respected when engaging with a psychologist. Finding the right psychologist is like test driving a car. You may have to speak with a few to have a better understanding of what will work for you. You also wouldn't judge an entire brand of cars based on a test drive with one model of car. So, please don't think that all psychologists are bad if you've had one or two bad experiences. Also, please don't stick with a psychologist with whom you aren't comfortable. You are just going to waste your time and money, and this is how people start believing that therapy isn't helpful. I hope that I have improved your ability to find the right therapist for you, and given you time to relax and untangle that bathing suit. Oh, what's that you say? This bathing suit thing has never happened to you? Only to me? Well, okay then, now I need to go find a psychologist. The best way to support this podcast is to rate it and share it with others who you think will enjoy it. If you have any questions or topics you'd like discussed, please email me at notafloatinghead at gmail.com. Thanks so much for joining me, and until next time, go have an adventure. Do you mind, Cha-Cha? Can you please stop tapping the curtain? Are you done? No, you're not done? Okay. I've had so many people... (laughs) Cha-Cha, stop! I'm trying to be professional here.